helping to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. This is the Constitution Study on the America Out Loud Network with your host, Paul Engel. People have been trying to promote a collectivist agenda on America for decades. They tried Marxism, Leninism, Socialism, any of the other isms, a dozen or more. They all boil down to government deciding what is best for the collective. After decades of trying to convince the American people that collectivism is the future, their failure has led to a new tactic, forcing them. Take, for example, what happened this weekend in New Mexico. After decades of trying to control who was allowed to possess the weapons necessary to the security of a free state, Governor Grisham attempts to wipe away not only the Second Amendment, but the entire constitutions of both the United States and New Mexico. California takes another step toward bullying parents into letting their children be indoctrinated with Marxist sexuality, while Alabama wants people to once again bow the knee to the false god of masking. Then, of course, we have the Biden administration seeming to go out of its way to trample the Constitution and the oath they took to support it. I guess it's true. If you can't baffle them with your brilliance, simply bully them with your tyranny. Well, hello there, everyday Americans. Paul Engel here with the Constitution Study. This is where we read and study the Constitution. We teach the rising generation to be free. I am so glad you could join me today. I have some good news for those of you who have been waiting for the Patriots program and the boot camp. Um, my goal is to have the boot camp up and available, um, well, basically by Sunday, by Constitution Day. And uh, I've still got a lot of work to do, so I'm, I'm working hard on it. And this will also be the beginning of the Patriots program. So uh, if you're not familiar, you can go to constitutionstudy.com slash patriots to find out more about the Patriots program. The uh, enrollment will hopefully open soon for the boot camp. Uh, if you enroll early, you will get notified as soon as the uh, boot camp is available. Um, it, is a it is absolutely free. The boot camp doesn't cost you a dime, the video boot camp. Uh, it, but it, you have to finish the boot camp. There's a test at the end. And once you complete that test, which, by the way, the test will be, all be information provided in the boot camp. No, you know, secret agendas here. But once you do that, um, you should get receive an invitation to join the Patriots program and to learn more about that. Uh, as you know, decide which parts of the program you want to be a part of. So I'm very excited about that. I think this is a, a great opportunity to um, to help people take what they know is wrong, take what they want to fix, take what they want to focus on, and give them some tools to do it better. Now, so with that, I got to get going. I have such a stack of stuff to get through today. It is unbelievable. Um, this past weekend was just crazy. I mean, just absolutely crazy with all the nonsense that went on. Uh, I don't think I can get through the entire stack today. I just don't. But so let me get started. Of course, if we're talking this past weekend, we have to talk about New Mexico Governor Michelle Grisham. Um, this petty little tyrant. I I'm sorry. She's proven herself to be a petty little tyrant that wants nothing more than to wipe her backside with the Constitution of the United States and of New Mexico. She's basically claiming the power to suspend the Constitution of New Mexico and the Constitution of the United States for 30 days. 
but that's what she's done. Now, what she's saying is she's gonna uh, um, she's gonna suspend uh, open and concealed carry in Albuquerque for at least, by the way, thirty days, based solely on an executive order. This is this is, ladies and gentlemen, this has such chutzpah. The, the people of New Mexico, by the way, a lot of them are not real happy, but the people of the United States should not be happy either. Because at this point, the governor of New Mexico has not only violated the Constitution of the United States in more ways than I've heard talked about. Basically, I think all the other 49 states should shun New Mexico. New Mexico is, is, has basically said, we are no longer a part of this union because we are no longer going to abide by the document that created the union. And she did this with a, an executive order. Her own little, she's her own little potentate. Now, the, the way she went about this, I mean, the, the logic behind this, shows the tyranny. Uh, for example, Article 2, Section 6 of the New Mexico Constitution says, No law shall abridge the right of citizens to keep and bear arms for security and defense, or for hunting and recreational use, and for other lawful purposes. There's a little twist, though. It says, Nothing herein shall be held to permit the carrying of concealed weapons. Well, here's problem number one. Um, yes, the governor has said we're going to... Um, stop the, the the carrying of concealed weapons, the uh, um, both open and concealed. Of course, the Constitution doesn't allow the permit of open carry. It says you cannot, you, you, it doesn't say you can regulate concealed carry, right? In other words, the Constitution of, of New Mexico says there's not a requirement to be to allow concealed carry. It says nothing about open carry. Right? That's problem number one. Problem number two, by the way, that language violates the Constitution of the United States, which says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And the Supremacy Clause, Article 6, Clause 2, says it supersedes the laws and constitutions of the states. But that's exactly, and again, she's simply going around and saying, no, we're not going to worry about this because, well, I, I, I've, I've issued a, uh, an executive order. Now, she claims this power because she declared gun violence a public health emergency. How many times have we warned you about this? How many people have said they're going to use this public health emergency to simply throw the Constitution out of the, out the window and make up the rules as they go along? Again, a public health emergency. This gun violence, ladies and gentlemen, is, an, is, is not a public health emergency, meaning it's not a disease. It is, well, except maybe it's a mental disease, but this is not a public health emergency. We're just going to make stuff up because, in his case, the death of an 11-year-old boy. Apparently, after that death, there was a lot of violence, and her response is, well, we'll just throw the Constitution out the window. We'll absolutely throw it out the window. And I was looked, and I'm, again, I'm not an expert on the New Mexico Constitution, but I did search it, and you know what I didn't find? I didn't find any place where the executive branch has emergency powers, where they can simply throw the Constitution out. They can't even declare an emergency. This whole idea of, of even having emergency powers was not established, as I understand it, in the Constitution of New Mexico, but in legal review. That's right. 
there's a section called uh, emergency is affecting validity of delegation of powers to the executive and government powers in peacetime emergency. And these are not actually part of the Constitution. These are law reviews. These are judges looking at this. They've made this stuff up. And she's using this to simply, you know what? I'm going to declare an emergency. I'm going to call it a public health emergency because, well, that seems to be the 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 uh, the, the current uh, thing to do. And now, here she goes. We'll just we'll just suspend the Constitution. Now, here's the interesting thing: if there's nothing in the Constitution that authorizes the government to simply suspend the Constitution, then they can't legally do it. See, a lot of people think about the the think about the Tenth Amendment for a second, and and there, there's a reason why I bring this up. Most of us know the Tenth Amendment: powers not delegated to the United States by this Constitution, nor prohibited by the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. And the assumption has always been, from that viewpoint, is that the states can do whatever is not specifically prohibited by the Constitution of the United States for them to do. But there's another layer we keep forgetting: each state has a constitution. And that state constitution forms the government of that state and establishes its legal boundaries as well. Meaning, if the constitution of a state doesn't authorize a state to do something, that state government cannot do it. But we've just simply by we're going to ignore the constitution again, and she's going to make it up all on her own. We're just going to do this. Now, how did she how does she justify this, or at least how does she explain this ability, this power in her own mind? Well, you're gonna love this. So as I already said, she's declaring um violence in re- in reaction to uh, the death of an eleven year old boy um is now suddenly a public health issue that she's going to suspend the constitution in order to reduce gun violence as if somehow magically saying that you're not allowed to carry a gun outside is going to keep criminals from doing that. So that's, I mean, that's just plain stupid. But you have to listen. This is the governor, in her own words, at a press conference. Yes, um, all the examples you cited are crimes. Kids shooting at other kids, shooting from cars. So what's the value of the civil order? Why not just do better law enforcement? Both. The value of the order is is that I'm, it gives me three things. One, it says it's a statewide issue and it's a message to everyone to start leveraging your resources and arresting people. Two, the jurisdictions come at this, including with the DOJ restrictions, differently without the leveraging and the additional resources, arresting, and where do they go? We've got to make sure that everyone is bumping up their services. It's a message to the uh, Metropolitan Detention Center. It's a message to the HMOs. You better figure out treatment. We have been sort of stalled out to your point. This order basically says stop stalling out. Okay, let's start. Let's stop there for a second. So basically, the, ju- the, the governor just admitted... This is not about law enforcement. This is about sending a message. We are going to steal from the citizens of New Mexico their rights. We're going to steal effectively their uh, uh, their carry permits in order to send a message. Because she's mad. Because you know she she has the, the, you know what has happened is already a crime. So rather than enforcing the crime and punishing the criminals, no, she's going to take this opportunity to punish every citizen of New Mexico by violating their rights protected by the Constitution of New Mexico and by the Constitution of the United States. 
But the, the, the reporter asked a question about law enforcement, about arresting people. And to your point, just arrest everyone. Well, I also have to have the ability, I can't arrest everyone. There are literally too many people to arrest. Well, this would allow us, huh? If someone got a concealed carry permit in Albuquerque walking down a public street, they're not going to get arrested. I can make the point that they, maybe they should be. Tyranny on display. She believes, she has to make the point that anybody carrying a legally owned firearm in Albuquerque should be arrested for it. Now, she has no problems with the law enforcement and her security carrying firearms. She doesn't want the people she supposedly represents to carry the firearms. But let, let, me, let her continue with her thought. And this is the point. I, I, I'm willing to do anything and everything within a shred of evidence-based effort. Because if you're not horrified that on any street corner in too many cities in New Mexico, there is someone with a gun sticking out of their waist or their belt. And I'll tell you, if you're, if you're a young person, you're not allowed to have a handgun. Well, it's a crime I got it, but we won't be able to arrest all of them. So imagine, just in, 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 a, in a perfect world, if this was upheld, it gives all of these police officers the ability to focus on the real criminals. Oh my God, there's somebody with a gun in Albuquerque. Why are people not terrified of the fact they have a gun? Maybe because, oh, I don't know, guns are used by everyday citizens to protect themselves every day. FBI data, the uh, civilians use firearms to stop a crime between three and ten times as often as they are used to commit crimes. But in her mind, seeing somebody with a gun is terrifying, so we have to get them off the street. And let's forget all this stuff. It's like, well, I'll do anything evidence-based. Show me the evidence that what you're doing first is legal, then effective. Because I can show you evidence that is neither legal nor effective. Last follow-up. Yeah. You took but oath. your point is valid. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carry license? With one exception. And that is, if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. So basically, she's saying when she took her oath of office and, and, and uh, swore to uphold the Constitution of New Mexico and of the United States, she had her fingers crossed. She didn't really mean it. She said she would defend the Constitution, but she didn't really mean it. I declared an emergency. Therefore, I can throw the Constitution out the window. And this nonsense that no right protected by the Constitution is absolute is absolute hogwash. This is, this, this is the, the tyrant's way of getting around the law. Now, yes, there are limits on free speech. They are punishments for its abuse, not the limitation of free speech. In other words, the law doesn't say you cannot say this, not legitimately. It says if you say this, if you defame, if you slander, then you can be punished. But it doesn't come around and say you're not allowed to speak because you might hurt somebody. That's not what happens. But it just shows you this governor is... I, Ladies and gentlemen of Mexico, 
If you do not, if you're not already in the offices of your state representatives or whatever process for impeachment and demanding they immediately impeach this woman, she's admitted she's violating her oath of office. She's admitted she doesn't believe her oath of office means anything. That all she has to do is declare an emergency and it means nothing. She's violated the Constitution. She's violated her oath of office. She's, by the way, she has stolen, she's committed a federal crime because she's depriving the, the people of, of New Mexico with carry permits, depriving them of the use of their permits, depriving them of the property of their permits without due process of law. That's a violation of the 14th Amendment, which means she's committed a federal crime. But listen to this part of, of, of her statement. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Because what about their constitutional rights? I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. Did you hear it? It was right there. The collectivist mantra. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Your rights don't matter if someone else if if someone else gets harmed. See what she's doing is she's claiming they have a right not to be harmed. I'm sorry. Show me in the Constitution where your right to not be harmed is protected. It says you have a right to defend yourself. It doesn't say you have a right to be free from harm. I've got so much more to cover, but I have to take a quick break. Before I go, I want to remind you that you can hear more about this from a lot of different points of views from AmericaOutloud.news. So please, I ask you to stop there every day, find those items of importance, the, the stories, the articles, the podcasts, the videos, and share them. If we wish to enjoy the blessings of liberty, we can only secure it by sharing the truth against these lies. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. 
It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back, Everyday Americans. If you join the Constitution study, we're talking about bullying people with their tyranny. And we spent the entire first segment talking about what's been going on in New Mexico. And I had to stop for the break, but there's one last line from her, from, from Governor Grisham's uh, press conference I, I want you to hear. Uh, wait a minute. Okay. You're talking about crimes. There are already laws against the crimes, so how are there... I got it. But, but again, if I'm unsafe... Who's standing up for that right? If this climate is so out of control, somebody should do something. I'm doing as much as I know to do. Again, I point to the Constitution. Show it where you have an inalienable right to be safe. There is no such thing. You have the right to defend yourself. You don't have a right to be safe. But she's saying because she doesn't feel safe, she has the right to take away the rights of everyone else in the state of New Mexico. But did you notice something else? She admitted that these laws don't work. She says, these, these are already crimes, but it's not working. So I must do more. The, the laws that, that, that the state of New Mexico, didn't, they're not working. We're not going to bother enforcing them. We're going to punish lawful gun owners because we have failed to enforce laws or the laws just plain don't work. And then listen to this last one. Madam yep. do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. But here's what I do think. It's a pretty resounding message. She doesn't believe this is going to work. She doesn't believe the criminals are going to stop carrying guns, but it's about sending a message. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a political move. All she's worried about is sending a message, and that message is... I'm a tyrant. That's all this message is, is I'm a tyrant. Thankfully, there are people in New Mexico who said, no, no, this is, this is not allowed. Uh, one legal pundit, Jonathan Turley, opined that uh, the order, in my view, is flagrantly unconstitutional under existing Second Amendment precedent. How about just under the language of the Constitution? Forget the precedent. Or how about this? Uh, uh, John Allen, he is the Bernalillo County Sheriff, said, As the elected sheriff, I have reservations regarding this order. While I understand and appreciate the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundation of our Constitution, which I swore an oath to uphold. I am wary of placing my deputies in positions that could lead to civil liabilities as well as potential risk posed by prohibiting law-abiding citizens from their constitutional right to self-defense. I have a better statement. How about criminal prosecution? 18 U.S.C. 242. They are depriving people of a right protected by the Constitution and laws of the United States. Now, several state reps in New Mexico have already called for the impeachment of the governor over this flagrant violation of the Constitution, the flagrant disregard for her oath, her own, and I don't know if they've put that in the language, but she has admitted she doesn't believe her oath is binding, that all she has to do is declare an emergency, and guess what? Her oath doesn't matter anymore. Even officials in, in uh, uh, Albuquerque, the, 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 the Bernanello County, I already mentioned the sheriff, the district attorney, Sam uh, Bregman, 
Albuquerque Mayor Tim Keller and Police Chief Harold Medina all said they would not enforce the order. Uh, the Attorney General said, as an officer of the court, I cannot and will not enforce something that is clearly unconstitutional. He also said this office will continue to focus on criminals of any age that use guns in the commission of a crime. There are already lawsuits. Albuquerque resident Foster Hayes sued the state and the uh, um, uh, uh, alongside the National Association for Gun Rights after the announcement. Even Democratic California Rep. Ted Lieu tweeted that the order blatantly violates the U.S. Constitution. He said, no state in the union can suspend the federal constitution, and there is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the U.S. Constitution. Absolutely. This is why I say a pox on both their houses. I don't care that he's a Democrat. He is absolutely right. It's about time people stand up. And guess what? People in, in, in New Mexico, they're starting to stand up. Uh, there was a, a rally of gun owners in Albuquerque. Many of them, by the way, visibly armed in direct defiance to the governor's executive order. And you know what? We will not comply! That's right. The people declared they would not comply because that order is void, ladies and gentlemen. Again, Marbury versus Madison, Norton v. Shelby County, Ex parte Siebel, uh, uh, all of these point out that an unconstitutional act is void. It does, it's meaningless. It's as if it never existed. And I'm loving that the people are standing up. I'm loving that the police did nothing. The police didn't disturb the, uh, the, the, this peaceful protest, this, this peaceful gathering. They didn't, you know, people were, again, blatantly violating this order, and the police did nothing. And that's what has to happen. That's the first step that has to happen. The next is this governor must be removed. New Mexico, if you wish to be free, if you wish to have a, 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 a republic, this governor must be removed and barred from ever holding office again. Because he's basically, it's funny, we've been talking about insurrection so much with Trump. This, ladies and gentlemen, this is more an insurrection than what Trump did. Trump said protest because we think the, the election was was fraudulent. She said the Constitution gets thrown out because I've declared an emergency order. Ladies and gentlemen, is that not an insurrection? Is that not a usurpation of the lawful governance, the Constitution of the state of New Mexico and of the United States? I don't think this quite falls to insurrection, but you know what it is? This is a coup. This is she declaring she gets to determine whether or not she'll follow the Constitution when she feels like it. When she thinks it's important enough, she'll just declare an emergency and voila. And again, it's not just New Mexico, ladies and gentlemen. California is at it. A bill is now going to the, the governor's desk that would prohibit local school districts from excluding books that, quote, accurately portray the cultural and racial diversity of our society and contains, quote, diverse perspectives, including critical race theory and gender ideology. That's right. Now it is be criminal. It's going to be against the law in California to not have school books that, by the way, cannot be legally read in public. See, if you live in California and you send your children to school, any school now, guess what? 
They will be indoctrinated in racism. They will be indoctrinated in, in perversion. Because the state of California said that's the law now. And it's even worse. Because the Senate just passed AB 957. And that this law says if there is a custody case and the, you know if, if there's a the, the if there's a custody case the uh, um, custody will be granted to the parent that affirms a child's identity or expression in other words if one parent wants their boy to be a, their their son to be a daughter and the other parent want doesn't and this drives them so far apart they um uh they get a divorce guess what the parent that says sure i'll identify that they get the custody they're putting sexual agendas above the health of the child they're putting a sexual political agenda uh, above what is best for the child they're supposed to be protecting imagine that imagine you have a, a child that that maybe um is being abused by a parent and coerced into this lifestyle doesn't matter now in california that parent gets custody and if you don't think that's going to happen well look what's been going on in the california schools see yet more schools have said uh, you know we're going if if a, if a child wishes to identify as another gender we have to tell the parents and now is now the attorney general rod bonta is going after a second school for adopting this policy. He got he got uh, uh, trounced once in court. He's going after another one. This one is the Rockland Unified School District, whose board voted uh, four to one to approve a policy that would uh, basically inform the parents of a gender decision made by the child in the school. But now Bonta says, oh, no, no, this, this endangers the civil rights of the child. I'm I, I'm sorry. Tell me this, this this political poison that we've been drinking for so long. Because uh, Mr. Bonta, if your child decided to start, oh I don't know, smoking crack in school, do you think the par the, the the parent should be no you should be notified as a parent? If the child decided to go out and play football, do you think you as the parent should be notified? But because it involves this sexual agenda, no, you don't believe the parents have anything to do with this. But I bet you dollars of donuts, if your child was in school and made a decision like this and you are not informed, you would sue the pants off of every member of the school board. Because, Mr. Bonta, you, this is evil what you are promoting. Pure, unadulterated evil. How does it endanger, to tell the parents, how does that endanger their civil rights? The only way that works is if the assumption is that the parents are going to do something evil to the child because they make the statement. Guess what? It's the, it is you. It is you and these school boards that are hiding this information from the parents that are doing evil. But this is what we've come to expect from California. We'll ignore the Constitution and the right that parents have to guide the education and, and medical decisions of their parents. We're just going to throw that away because we're promoting a political agenda. Sex just makes it interesting, ladies and gentlemen. This is a political agenda to destroy, and I believe to destroy the family. 
And again, there are school districts that are standing up. We now have a sixth school district that has adopted a policy to notify parents of a gender decision. And again, all we're talking about is notifying the parents. The Orange Unified School Board passes policy 4-0 to notify parents. And in California, with Newsom and with Bonta, the parents have no rights. That's what they're saying. We'll just throw the entire Constitution of California, of the United States, we'll just throw it out the, the window. The state now owns the parents, or I'm sorry, owns the children, and then demands the parents provide for them and take care of them. They've tried to persuade us over and over and over again to adopt this collectivist mentality, and now the people have repeatedly said no, now they're going to use force. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, California? I hate to tell you this. Yeah, you put them there. You elected Newsom. You elected Bonta. What are you going to do about it? See, that's the interesting thing. I, I understand that, in my mind, you've made a mistake. The question is, what are you going to do about the representatives in your legislature that said, we're going to put the children with the perverts? That what are you going to do about the attorney general that repeatedly is ready to violate the rights of parents to know what's good about the education and medical decisions of their children? What are you going to do about it? But, Paul, there's nothing we can do. The Democrats run this. I don't care. You're telling me Democrats are, you could not find a Democrat that isn't a pervert, that doesn't support this perversion, that doesn't support this child abuse. See, California, uh, during the debate on AB 957, uh, Assemblymember James Gallagher was in the debate, and um, he had some information showing the, uh, that um, he had evidence that these child sex changes do not improve the mental health of the child. And you know what they did? They cut off his mic. The legislature, the democratically controlled legislature, turned off the mic of one of their opponents because they didn't want his information to come to light. That what they claim is not true. That this is not for the sake of the child. Because the child doesn't receive a benefit. They, want, they censored a colleague for providing information that contradicted their political narrative. I, I, California now is, is no longer a free state. California is, is, is an oligarchy. You're, it, it's, a, it's a tyranny. You are not allowed to disagree with the approved narrative, even in the legislature of the state of California. And again, ladies and gentlemen, are you going to put up with this? Is this the representation of who you are, of what you believe? Is this how you want your power exercised? Where the, the, the oligarchs and, and the leaders of a single party are going to dictate to you what rights you have? How, how to raise your children? How to power your, your vehicles? How to live your lives? Are you going to sit back and let this happen? Are you going to sit meekly? While your freedoms are thrown out the window? Are you telling me the sacred fire of liberty has gone out in California?
I have to ask you, is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of change, change and slavery? Californians, you are now enslaved. And may God have mercy on your souls for you enslaving your fellow citizens. I have to take another break. Before I go, you know, sometimes you have a hard time falling asleep. Well, I found a sleep supplement designed to support all four stages of sleep to help me fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed. It's Healthy Cells REM Sleep Supplement. They come in travel-ready gel packs. I just throw them in my bag, and it helps me sleep when I'm on the road. Now, you can save 25% on your first order from Healthy Cell. Find the details at americaoutloud.shop. Basically, use the code OUTLOUD at checkout. It lets them know that you listen to America Out Loud. And as a thank you, you get 25% off your first order. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back, Everyday Americans. You rejoin the Constitution Study. Today, we're talking about the bullying of tyrants, and I've still got so much to get through. Let me see if I can get through all of this before the end of the program. Uh, we're, gonna, we're heading down to Alabama, Dallas County, Alabama, which has now re-implemented a mass mandate for county buildings. According to probate judge Jimmy Nunn, um, the policy was instituted uh, was instead due to reported increase in COVID cases, COVID nineteen cases nationally and locally. 
means there have also been isolated COVID-19 cases in county buildings. So let's mask everybody up. Let's forget the fact that the, the best studies show that masks are useless with any respiratory virus. We'll forget all that. We'll forget all the evidence. Both the, the, how about the anecdotal evidence of people who wore masks and still got COVID-19? How about you forget your oath to the Constitution, Mr. Nunn, and we'll just deprive people of their liberty and their property to do business with the county and make them wear a face diaper. You know what? In, in New Mexico, people are saying, no, we will not comply. Dallas County and Alabama, it's time you stop complying as well. This order is illegal, folks. They're depriving you of your liberty and your property without due process of law. They're depriving you of your dignity, of your liberty. Are you going to stand there and be treated like typhoid Mary without any evidence? And of course, if we're talking about bullying tyrants, we cannot have a, a program on bullying tyrants without talking about the Biden administration. The Biden administration, their Department of Energy has suddenly declared a power emergency in Texas. Now, let's get into the, the whole, you know, state of emergency nonsense. This one's a little different because basically what it says, you have the, the, a Department of Energy, an entity that does not legally exist, that says because of a, a lack of available of enough power, um, the Texas Electrical Liability Council uh, was sorry, Electrical Liability Council of Texas, ERCOT, the, the state's grid operator. Well, we can just throw, forget those standards that the DOE put in place in order, so they can generate enough power to keep the lights on. So here you have the federal government creating, helping to create the problem by putting in many of these, these quote-unquote pollution standards, like how much CO2 you can put out, which is not a pollutant, but they decided it was a pollutant because it gives them control over your life. There's, oh, no, we're going to throw that out because, well, Texas is going to go dark. And the last thing they want are massive power failures in Texas like they had in the was the winter storm that, uh, what, a year or two ago. So, uh, yeah, we'll just, you know, we'll make a problem. And then we'll look at we're fixing it. But we're not done yet. No, no, no. We got to get the tyrant in chief involved. You see, Joe Biden has canceled all Alaska drilling on federal land. He's he's basically all the leases, all the bidding gone. We are stopping. We are not going to do drilling in Alaska anymore. Well, okay, that's bad enough, right? So your 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 energy prices are going to go up because we can't get energy from an energy plentiful state, um, a, a state where the way where we are for the most very or better, you know, ecologically less damaging than most of the rest of the world. No, no. All the drilling leases, we're, we're just going to, he's going to unilaterally cancel them all, our, our tyrant in chief. But guess what? That, 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 that's more than just, you know, affecting the people in, in Alaska. And it's going to affect more than just your energy prices. If you've been out on the road, you've probably seen these, the, the, the trucking company, Yellow. They're one of the largest freight companies in the country. And guess what? They're going to have to start shutting down some of their, their routes and, 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 and layoffs. Why? Well, part of the problem is the fuel has gotten so expensive because under the Biden administration, we've basically shot ourselves in the foot when it comes to gas and oil reserves. 
Remember how Biden drew down the, the strategic oil reserve because gas prices went up? Well, guess what? When the fuel prices were down, you know what he didn't do? He didn't refill the reserves. In other words, Joe Biden stole 300 million gallons of gasoline from the reserves so that you wouldn't see how bad his energy policies are. You wouldn't see the pain at the pump. And when the prices were down, rather than saying, hmm, let's how about we quietly refill this so people don't realize, nope, he didn't do that. Meaning the reserves are at the lowest state since like the late 1970s. We have fewer energy reserves. Should something happen like, oh, I don't know, the Ukraine war heat up and we get sucked into that. Or, or China decide that uh, they were going to invade Taiwan and we need to get involved in that. Or who knows, any one of a hundred other things that re could require a strategic response and we don't have as much, we, uh, as much fuel as we should because, well, Biden didn't want the American people to realize just how back guano crazy his, um, his policies are. Now, he's more than willing to suck 300 million gallons of fuel out of the oil reserves, but now, you know what he wants to do? He wants to give half a billion dollars to Ukraine's energy industry. Remember when Secretary Blinken made that surprise visit to Kiev? You know, now did he, pro did he promise another billion dollars in aid to Ukraine? He also said that the Biden administration was you know, so fixed on their climate change that he wants to pledge another $520 million to help Ukraine energy sector become cleaner. I'm assuming by putting in processes that actually pollute more, because that's the, that, that's, that's the, the collective twisted nonsense that we've been dealing with here. So rather than taking half a billion dollars and saying, let's put that in our fuel reserves that we drew down to so that the American people would have the strategic reserves that they had paid for. No, 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 no. Let's take that money and give it to another country so that they could make more useless investments in energy that's not going to make a spit in the ocean's worth of difference to the actual climate of the, of the world. But you see, it, it, it promotes a political agenda. See, they tried to get us to believe that the, the, the world was getting hotter when it wasn't. And now that most people realize that this whole thing is a hoax, well, they're just going to bully you into it. They're going to steal your money. They're going to embezzle your money. They're going to extort it from you and then use it the way they want in direct violation of the supreme law of the land. Don't you feel good? It'd be one thing if after all this tyranny, when the people got caught red-handed, well, that they actually paid some price for it. But you see, that never really happens, or rarely, I should say rarely happens. Remember when um, uh, U.S. District Judge for Louisiana, Jerry, I'm sorry, Terry Darty, um, said that uh, the Biden administration uh, had violated the First Amendment in censoring, uh, or I should say encouraging, Social media censor. Well, guess what? Now an appeals court mostly agrees with them. This the court. This is the um, Fifth Circuit Court. Said that ultimately we find the district court did not err in determining that several officials, namely the White House, the Surgeon General, the CDC, and the FBI, likely coerced or significantly encouraged social media platforms to moderate content, rendering those decisions state actions. 
In doing so, the officials likely violated the First Amendment. Which means that 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 one that injunction that was put in place that had that whole laundry list of federal uh, actors and, and departments that were barred from communicating with social media in, in order to censor protected speech. Well, most of that stays in place. Again, this this be, this happens when because was Missouri and Louisiana sued the Biden administration for this infringement. But again, it's still it's not like it's not happening. Even though they you know, there's a a, a an order um a, a a preliminary injunction, do you really think the Biden administration's still not doing this? Do you still think that the FBI and the ATF and the CIA and all the others are not still involved in this? Still back channeling information requesting that the, that the, they continue to censor? I mean, let's see. Where are the articles of impeachment that claim that uh, that that are stating that that will even make them contingent on this lawsuit? But where are where's the people who actually did this being barred forever from doing this? I don't want it. I'm not talking about Biden. Biden's probably going to be gone in in a, in a year or so. All right. Either they're going to he, either he's just not going to be able to keep up, or they're going to, the Democrats will play a game with the election. I doubt, right? I don't know for sure, but I doubt uh, Biden is actually going to be there for the 2024 elections. And if he is, geez, I'm, I, I'd be surprised if he won. But what about all the others? See, it's not the president that I'm worried about. It's the, the, the what was it? The, 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 the Vivek, the, the Surgeon General, the officials at CISA, at NIA, NIAID, at the CDC, at the FBI, at the ATF, I want these individuals impeached and prevented from ever holding office in the United States ever again. I want many of them criminally charged, the ones that were that were the most blatant. They should be criminally charged because it's a crime what they did. And I'm not seeing it happen. I'm not seeing it happen, in my opinion, for the most part, because, well, let's face it, most politicians are cowards. They stick their finger in the air, they see where the wind is blowing, and they want to go with it. They don't take their oath seriously. Want more proof? How about FBI Director Christopher Wray? Again, one of the people that was on that list. Well, now he wants the renewal of Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. He wants the power to spy on the American people. Or I should say to keep spying on the American people in direct violation of the Constitution of the United States. Well, ladies and gentlemen, do you really think the members of Congress are going to stand up and say no? See, it's not that they... they it, it, most of them are less worried about spying. They just want to be the ones doing the spying. I, I know I'm rushing because I'm trying to get all this in before the end, just so you see. Do you remember the, the ATF raid in Oklahoma? I, I covered it, where they raided an, FF, uh, uh, an FFL. He, he had it in his home. Um, they, they overturned his house. They had him in handcuffs outside, never charged him. They confiscated weapons. They basically threatened him, either confiscate the weapons or we're just going to turn this place upside down until you will. Hand it over. Hand over your FFL. Now, you may have heard there's actually now an investigation into the ATF. And you might be thinking, well, what good is that? I mean, you're talking about the fox guard in the henhouse. No, 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 no. 
push my sheriff, a county sheriff office, Oklahoma sheriff's office is investigating the ATF for their raid. What's listed as a SWAT raid, according and this is according to Under Sheriff Dustin Bray. Uh, he also said no one at the ATF warned the sheriff's office in advance that a highly armed federal agents would be conducting the SWAT raid um, in in their county. It says we weren't apprised of anything. We are a Second Amendment county, and we're going to protect our citizens here. We are going to enforce any gun law or rule that violates the Constitution. So I'm curious. Now, there's been no uh, information about it, about uh, possible criminal charges. I would love to see charges against the ATF, especially against the agents that conducted this. See, that's the part that I think most people don't realize. These are criminal acts. And if people never get punished for their criminality, then there's no reason for them to stop. Now, I'm sure if this F, if this FFL were to sue the ATF, well, I'd be surprised if most courts wouldn't say, well, you know, sovereign immunity or, you know, you, you can't sue them for that. They're the, they're the government. You can't sue them. That's malarkey. Now, I'm glad to see a sheriff standing up, and, 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 and I hope that they do a, a full and proper investigation. But I also hope the district attorney is prepared to issue warrants of, and arrests of ATF officials that broke the law. That includes, uh, as I understand it, there was no warrant, uh, but, you know, we'll let the investigation go. We'll keep an eye on it, though. More bullying, this time from the also illegal Department of Education. See, there's no constitutional authority for the Federal Department of Education. And now they're opening in a, uh, a civil rights investigation into Christopher Rufo and uh, New College of Florida. Why? Well, the, 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 they cite uh, misgendering uh, and the closing of the school's diversity, equity, and inclusion department. That's right. The federal government says you will push, promote our racist, sexist agenda. You'll promote our nonsense or we're coming after you. I wonder, is the sheriff, I don't know where the new college of Florida is. Is the county sheriff going to defend Mr. Rufo and, and, and the college from this malicious attack for exercising freedom of speech? I doubt it, but it'd be nice to see. And of course, now we have the, the Biden's latest you know, attempt to uh, get rid, destroy fossil fuel cars and push everybody to electric vehicles that physics says will not work. There's not enough material to make the batteries. There's not enough electrical generations, not enough electrical distribution. It's a fantasy. So what's going to happen? Well, trucking companies are warning about the supply chain. So remember talking about the uh, yellow and, and when Biden shut down the, uh, the Alaska drilling? Well, guess what? The EPA rules now are going to make it that much harder, yet people won't be able to afford the trucks. Older trucks will have to be gotten rid of. Newer trucks will be more expensive, which means we're going back to the good old days of the supply chain crisis because of the tyrants in Washington, D.C. Now, I'm sure many of you are ready to lay this strictly at the feet of uh, El Jefe, uh, you know, the big guy, Joe Biden. It's not. It needs to be laid at the feet of the entire Biden administration, the, the, the bureaucrats that are doing this, and in, at the feet of the representatives 
that allowed these departments to, to, to exist, that continue to fund them even though they are unconstitutional and do not legally exist. In other words, the people that work for us, we need to be talking to our sheriffs, make sure they're going to protect us from these tyrants. We need to make sure that our representatives know it's time to stop the scam. It's time to stop the tyranny. And we need to decide for ourselves, is it worth it? Is life so sweet? I'm sorry, is life so dear? I want to get Patrick Henry's quote right. Is life so dear and peace so sweet that we will purchase it at the price of our own chains and our slavery? That's a decision, ladies and gentlemen, we have to make. I hope you'll also decide to come back and join us here every weekday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Constitution Study on America Out Loud Talk Radio, heard on the iHeartRadio Network. Now, if you can't listen then, all the episodes go to podcasts generally a day or two after they're heard on your radio on the radio. You can listen to your favorite podcast app, but do me a favor. Subscribe to the show. Rate the show. Rate the episodes. It helps other people find the Constitution Study. You can find all the links at the homepage at americaoutloud.news. But please, share this information. Share this news. That is how we share the blessings of liberty.